Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. You're here with Kramer and Swiss, and we've got two new uh, raises that we wanted to bring to your attention. I'm starting off with Strike, which is a Bitcoin Lightning Network startup, which just raised $80 million in Series B funding. The funding was led by 1031, which is actually a VC firm that only invests in Bitcoin native companies. Strike is currently making Go by using the Lightning Network, which is a layer two that enables faster and cheaper transactions. And their CEO thinks that this could make the crypto world more accessible to normies or no-coiners. And this kind of calls back to an earlier episode of the podcast where we talked about El Salvador. And Strike was actually consulting and working with the president to help bring his Bitcoin vision to life, which is kind of taking a bit of a downturn over the last few years and not worked out super well, but you know, we're still early. Um, Strike plans on using the fresh capital to continue expanding existing partnerships while also launching new ones. Uh, back in April of this year, Strike landed a deal with Shopify that would essentially allow more U.S. merchants and customers to transact using the app. And Strike also partnered with point of sale provider NCR, which is the world's largest POS payment service provider and another payments company, Blackhawk, to help smooth the integration. So it sounds like, you know, they're setting everything up infrastructure-wise to be a big name. Uh, Swiss, what were your initial thoughts here? Yeah, there's this great quote in the link about a report from Morgan Stanley that came out, and this was back in April, but this report talks about NCR saying one in six point of sale devices globally uses NCR software. So this is a huge partnership that I think was previously announced a while back, months ago. But this raise just speaks to the the network effect that VCs are assigning to the Strike network, well, the, the Lightning network and what Strike's been able to set up. So um, Morgan Stanley, they, they put this report out months ago comparing the Visa network with the Bitcoin Lightning network. And they think they're pretty bullish on on this Lightning network as a consumer payment solution. Um, noting that the, the, the key difference being that the fees are much lower than what you would be charged. The transaction fee for a merchant would be much lower on the, net, the, the Bitcoin network and the Visa Direct network, which they both offer real-time settlement. So super interesting to me. Um, you don't hear, I, I really just don't hear a lot about Bitcoin innovation anymore. I guess I don't see it in my timeline much, but this is, this is, I think the key to realize is that there are these shops that are specifically set up for B, uh, BTC denominated startups and they are still active. It's just not as frequent that you see the deal news um compared to the chains we watch yeah i mean that you know the best of the best are getting the funding now it's not just everybody gets 25 million we'll come back in six months and see what you've made you know they've got these tied up products and ideas that already have existing partnerships with these big you know web two companies and it's uh it's definitely i mean 80 mil is nothing to bat an eye at it's a series b so it's a little bit later in the funding rounds but i was trying to look up their you know seed or series a and i wasn't able to find that but 
Yeah, I mean, onwards and upwards, they've got something that is very useful uh, in the world right now and would, you know, help save a lot of headache, which kind of brings us right into a uh, tactic here. Yeah, yeah. One one comment here is that these both of these car companies are are B2B plays. So this this uh, strike group is connecting merchants with with, uh, you know, they're selling to businesses. They're, they're selling to business owners who want to accept payments from their customers. And then Tactic here is a company handling tax prep software with a focus on selling to startup founders and large, larger corporations rather than early stage startups. So both of these companies are our B2B plays, which we were working on a blog post to talk about some of these that have been announced. And it highlights the, this difference between um, investor preference between enterprise companies, B2B companies, or business and consumer companies. And these larger rounds, I mean, $80 million fundraise, it's quite a bit. Um, $11 million raise for Chactic, similarly, quite a bit compared to some of the other deals we're seeing, but it's this appetite, you're seeing this appetite for quality, which uh, B2B companies are generally viewed as a little less risky because it's easier to make bigger ticket customer deals. Um, some some investors prefer consumer plays, some don't. It's, it just depends on what's your, what's your fancy. But to talk a little bit about Tactic, they are working on a software stack for helping companies manage crypto taxes and monitoring their crypto flows of funds and the wallet tracking and whatnot. So it's interesting because there's a couple of pieces of software out there for consumers, but there's still a lot to be desired. There's no one software I found that does a great job of handling DeFi and LP pools and swaps on every chain that exists. Some are better at one than others, but I haven't found any single provider that can do Cosmos DeFi, Finance Smart Chain DeFi, Ethereum DeFi all at the same time. Um, there's there's different tools you can use for different things and plug them together, but there still is not one to rule them all. So I don't see Cosmos mentioned in the tactic deal, but they're probably selling based on what you see from the uh, investor profile. Um, most of these teams are probably Ethereum and Solana and, and others. There's a couple of different icons on their page, but uh, they raised $11 million and it's their second raise. They did a $2.6 million seed round in 2021. And I'm sorry, that was announced in May of 2022. So some investors include FTX Ventures. They led the round. You have Founders Fund, Ramp, Dylan Field, and a couple other existing investors who came back to top up uh, Coinbase Ventures, a new new investor here as well. So really a high blue chip list of investors backing this. And the TechCrunch article talks about customer uptake there. They didn't review customer count, but they've been seemingly doing a pretty good job of, of lining up agreements with customers. So I would be curious to know a little bit more about their strategy. I'm wondering what the product looks like. I would love to, I might give it a, a test run, but um, since we're not a large corporation, I'm not sure if it's a demo. What did you think? Any any interesting uh, takeaways from this one? Yeah, I mean, kind of just 
you know, tying it back to strike, they have a proven customer base that is willing to pay for these services. So they're, you know, I'm sure that's not the only reason that they're getting the money, but I mean, in a bear market and when everything is kind of looking uncertain, it's good to say, you know, if we achieve this, we can definitely count on this amount of revenue or anything like that. But I thought um, this question was, or this quote was kind of interesting. Uh, the CEO of Tactic mentioned, when it comes time for an audit, we've been able to help our clients answer the difficult question of where did the money go? We give them a holistic view of what's happening in their ecosystem over time and close their books every month to really deliver that regulatory grade data experience. So, I mean, with everything that we've heard from the government the last two weeks to year, there are definitely more regulations and laws and, you know, stipulations coming down, whether it's going to be the SEC or the CFTC or a combination of some different commissions. It's going to get tighter legally for these crypto companies that are starting up or even proven crypto companies. And the fact that the company said, Tactics said that they're primarily focused on supporting large U.S.-based C-Corps. A lot of the deals we've been seeing lately have been coming from the U.S. Again, we probably don't keep uh, you know a wide enough eye on everything across the world, but being based in the U.S., um, you know, filter failure is kind of a thing sometimes. So I could see them really, you know, getting in well in the United States with these companies. And, you know, if everything goes well, they've got a proven product. And I mean, it's only a 12 person team right now. Yeah. What I thought was really notable about that as well. Um, I make a great point that when it comes time to, they're talking about auditing. And so I think we're going to see an increased rate of audits on crypto companies, anyone with a small business, doing anything touching crypto. I mean, the general consensus is that the tax authorities, first of all, they're going after people who are blatantly not paying any taxes. But I think that even even those who are doing it and paying accountants and paying for software, I just feel like there's going to be this increased rate of, of auditing happening. Because if you're if you think about your your filing, right, if you just mark a trade, you report a trade, if you start marking capital losses, there's really no way for anyone to verify that um without digging in and finding out okay what was the wallet what's the blockchain how do i go on a block explorer and look this up which means that it the potential for fraudulent transaction reporting is very high because you could kind of just write whatever you want and if nobody audits you nobody looks so you could mark yourself as having a ten twenty thousand dollar capital loss and offset a bunch of other gains that didn't happen. Now, I think that I don't know how audit flags work, but they probably have ways of, of weeding out, okay, somebody marking down a $20 capital gain loss versus $20,000. There's different levels of red flag, right, that they're, that they're popping up with. So all I'm trying to say, I just think any business or any small business owner running some mining outfits or some validators, I just, I think the rate of audits are going to go up as that lower hanging fruit for the tax authorities starts to become <laughs> relatively less lower hanging and it, it will require audits to start to, to look for the fraud and activity, which is going to be bad in a time sink for those of us who do it right. So these, these companies, this is a great B2B opportunity, I think. Um, 
because as you develop this niche expertise and you've seen a couple of these audits on behalf of clients, your brand becomes more valuable um, because then you can pitch the new clients and say, oh, well, we've helped deal with 10 audits this year already. So sign us. Definitely. And yeah, on your kind of time saving take, just one last thing. They, uh, a client of tactics named Royal, which is backed by A16Z, their head of finance claimed that tactics software saved his team an average of 30 hours a month. And I mean, in the crypto atmosphere, time kind of seems like it moves quicker than anywhere else because it never turns off. It's a 24 hour market. So saving 30 hours a month, even across three people, you know, that gives them 10 hours to really focus on something else that can now be done automatically. So um, I think we're going to see a lot more of these type of companies pop up. But this is really the first one that I've heard of that has raised this amount of money. Yeah, these B2B deals are, I find them to be fascinating um, because you, you have to just wonder what is it about this team or their product that's that's catching the attention of customers with what, what exactly is it about their product that resembles striking oil? And so I would love to know more about it from behind the scenes. Um, excited to watch this group grow and maybe I would love to see a demo of the product actually too. So I'm glad we could take a look at these, um, for the rest of the week. I know we have another episode we're, we're trying to do a round table either Thursday or Friday to talk about the new cosmos 2.0 changes and we also have a revamp of our newsletter coming out later this week with the new layout and the new structure so please go to cryptochemistry.io and check out our blog posts we've been putting up and sign up for the newsletter because that's going to be really dope most definitely cool all right kramer we'll catch you later this week man sounds good swiss see you then see ya